so in the psychology world we call this phenomenon after school restraint collapse but really in the real life it looks like your child coming home from daycare or school as a hot mess right the tantrums the grumpiness the sassiness the yelling the refusing to cooperate the tantrums and aggression right it's just a mess right and you're like i have not seen you all day like why are you in such a bad mood well commonly this is because all day long if you think about it kids are fighting <laughs> to keep it together right they're trying to hold it together and they're keeping in their true messy emotions, right? They're keeping it to themselves so that they can do good in school or daycare. And you know, kids are learning to keep the peace, right? They're learning to control their impulses and be perceived well, be perceived like the good kid. Um, and so they are restraining themselves. And this takes a lot of energy. You know, they're dealing with expectations. They're dealing with having to follow the rules and disappointments and social rejections and learning new things and overcoming challenges right they're dealing with a lot that is required of them in daycare or school when they finally get home it's like they finally can let loose right they can take the burden off of them put down their backpack and their lunchbox and just finally kind of be themselves right the home is their safe sp space and they're with the people that they feel the most comfortable with aka you right and so they often collapse if you will and they release all these emotions that they've been stuffing down inside right think of like they're holding this backpack and they're stuffing all those emotions and impulses and frustrations inside their backpack and they come home and they just drop that backpack and unload right they open it all up because they have to release all of those big feelings that they've been keeping inside um, and there's also a term in psychology called defensive detachment meaning that throughout the day they struggled with things that they really needed your support with and you weren't there not to make you feel bad, right? <laughs> this is the reality. But when you reunite, there is relief, but there's also anger and resentment, right? That they are trying to, then they try to push you away. It's the same thing that happens when, let's say, your child runs off in the store or they run off in the park or they run across the street or do something really scary, right? And you're like, I can't find you, right? Um, where are you? I'm so afraid. And then they come, right? You're reunited with them and you're in your you feel not only relief but then you feel anger right like how could you how could you just do that unsafe thing I was so afraid right that's the same feeling that they have when they come home from school right they're like I needed you you weren't there for me I'm relieved but now I'm angry right now I'm trying to push you away so now that we got all that out the way now that I kind of broke down you know this phenomenon and why it happens I'm gonna share in this episode how to actually deal with and dare I say prevent some of the after school tantrums. So let's dive in.
Hi, hello, and welcome to my channel. If you are new here, I am Dr. Jasmine. I am a child and family psychologist as well as a wife of, and mom. And before we dive into how to deal with after school tantrums, I wanna give you a free gift. After you listen to this episode, I want you to watch my free discipline workshop, how to get your child to listen to you without yelling. Um, and in this workshop, I break down step-by-step step how to get more cooperation and I provide real life examples so that everything is tangible and very practical so to watch the workshop for free go to the mompsychologist.com forward slash workshop so I want to start this conversation by letting you know to keep in mind that when your child comes home from school or daycare and they are having really big tantrums I want you to remember that this is not because they're trying to be malicious or they're trying to manipulate you or push your boundaries right like I went over in the beginning of this episode it is commonly out of exhaustion out of overstimulation right and so understanding this distinction will help because then you know how to best intervene and and you know how to best support your child so let's get into those tips in the moment okay in the moment you, let's imagine you are coming home you're from picking up your your kid from school or daycare and they are in a full-blown tantrum in the moment what I want you to do is roll with their emotions right don't try to fix them don't try to help them feel better just simply let them unload remember remember it's like they're wearing a backpack all day stuffing down all these big emotions and now they get home they get to their safe place and they need a they need space and they need time to unleash all these pent-up emotions and so you just want to simply show them that you know the root of the big emotions right so during the tantrums you can say something like it's been a long day hasn't it Whew. school is a lot daycare is a lot it has been a long day we had a lot of fun but now we're t it's time to rest and unload right now commonly kids are ah screaming they're not going to hear everything you say and that's okay this is also just to remind yourself <laughs> it's not my job to fix it right this is normal this is healthy they've had a long day and they are allowed to feel however they feel of course you're setting boundaries around unsafe or aggressive behaviors but as long as they're not hurting themselves or they're not hurting others or property you want to kind of give them the space and the opportunity to release their pent-up emotions um, and then tip two and this goes into the prevention um, realm and that is to have a relaxing route after school or after daycare routine right you want to help them decompress and you want to kind of be proactive and plan ahead now that you know their underlying needs you're like okay I know what you need when you get from home from school so rather than you know unloading a bunch of questions about how your day was and what did you do and what did you learn and who did you play with I'm going to allow for some more silence in the car, right? I'm not going to just start, you know, rattling off a bunch of questions <laughs> like this is a pop quiz. I'm going to give you some silence, right? Because I know that you are exhausted mentally and emotionally. And so, you know, you greet them with a hug or a smile, but you avoid rattling off questions. Now, of course, if they want to talk and they have things to say, 
by all means engage them in the conversation but just be mindful of those questions right just go where they go and you know use what they say to inform you on you know where you go in the conversation you just kind of want to follow their lead and tread a little bit carefully if you will um, and help them decompress so give them space and and some downtime from their busy but also very stimulating environment right all day long they've been around noises and uh, actions and other kids and the teachers and activities and games and it's been all kinds of fun but it's also been very stimulating so you want to just be mindful of that when they come home reduce the stimulation allow for some quiet time help them decompress so again maybe that looks like listening to some relaxing music on the way home rather than rattling off questions right or if you're walking just being okay with silence and just enjoying the moment without having to say anything or you know avoiding play dates or scheduled activities right after school or daycare and just giving them again some space and some time just to decompress and come down from the busy school uh, day now a common question i get is well what about screens can that be part of the decompressing routine <laughs> and i would say yes if that seems to help but i would definitely keep that as the last resort and you definitely want to add in connection first before you disconnect even more with screens now step three would be to give them a healthy snack so this is a part of your routine right so let's say step one you reconnect with a hug smile you know whatever and then step two you you know help them decompress allow for silence step three would give them would be to give them a healthy snack so oftentimes their blood sugar is low <laughs> right they are um hungry and so rather than asking them if they're hungry just ask them which snack do you want you want a or do you want b and just feed them right because that will alleviate a lot of <laughs> tantrums in and of itself is just giving them a healthy snack after school and then step four is to plan a fun outing as a part of your routine now this is optional and this is only if it seems to help because again sometimes it's more helpful just to keep the schedule open and not have a bunch of things to do right after you, they get out of school or daycare but one option is to have something that they can look forward to throughout the day and maybe it's just on Fridays that you do something fun after school school or maybe it's a little you know every day or here and there but you can plan a fun outing because especially you know sometimes especially kids who are adjusting to a new school routine a new teacher some big change in their life it can be helpful to give them something that they can look forward to after school such as you know going to their favorite park or having a special treat after school or going home and playing board games and just having a special routine again that they can look forward to can be very helpful but again this is optional and you want to kind of keep your your unique child in mind and what and try what seems to be try and stick with what seems to be the most helpful for them after school and then tip number three is to stay connected throughout the day again knowing that you know all throughout the day they're dealing with a lot they're dealing with disappointments and challenges and they really yearn for whether they realize it or not our connection and our support and so what you can do to just give them a tangible way to remind them that you are connected with them um, 
um, is to do tangible things like maybe you leave a picture inside of their backpack or you leave them a sweet note inside of their lunchbox or you have a special small toy or a stuffed animal that connects you, you and them together, right? That's kind of your inside thing. Or, you know, reading the book Invisible String because it has a really good message about how we are all connected to the ones that we love even when we can't see them, even when we're not together. We're all connected through this invisible string and so that can be a helpful concept to teach kids, especially when they're getting used to uh, and adjusting to being separated from you um, and starting a new daycare, a new school or what have you, just kind of letting them know and starting that conversation about how, you know, I miss you when you're away and I know that you miss me too and that this is hard but we are all connected with that invisible string. Tip number four is to connect with them prior to daycare or school. So whether that looks like, you know, spending just an extra couple minutes to snuggle with them in bed before getting up and starting your day, or maybe that's reading a book together or allowing 10 to 15 minutes after breakfast for special playtime where you just get on the floor and follow their lead. Or maybe you guys cook breakfast together or have a dance party in the kitchen and you know sing and dance just being mindful to add little doses of connection prior to them starting school can be really really helpful and then tip number five is to remember <laughs> that despite our best efforts we cannot prevent tantrums all of the time right and I always like to remind myself that if a tantrum happens it's because it was supposed to happen that this is okay and that this is a good thing that they're releasing their feelings and they're not keeping them all bottled up, right? Um, they needed to share something or they needed to release their feelings with, with us and that that's a good thing. And so just reconnect after the meltdowns, you know, reassure them at the end of the day, you love all parts of them. You love them when they're happy and excited, but you also love them when they're sad and overwhelmed and frustrated and that you love all parts of them and that all feelings are okay. It can just be a really powerful message to send our kids, especially after a tantrum. Um, and make a plan for next time. Again, try to think about your after school routine and look for ways that you can add either more connection or more downtime and opportunities for them to decompress and talk with your child about like, I know this is hard, right? I often find that we have a hard time after school or daycare and I want this to be smoother for all of us. How can we work as a team, right? Do you notice this? What do you need from me during these times? I want to support you, right? I'm on your side. So commonly just opening up that conversation can be such a wonderful way to normalize what's going on, but also like deal with it, um, if you will, and just get feedback from them on what will help to support them after school. And, you know, just sending the overall message that home is their safe space, right? And just teaching them that, you know, it's always okay to feel what you feel and it's always okay to communicate with me and here's how we maybe we can try to do it in healthier ways so that I understand you and so that I can help support you as best as I can. So I hope this episode was helpful. Uh, if you are watching on YouTube, be sure to give this video a thumbs up and let me know down in the comment section what are their skills or things you want to teach your child? What are their 
um, areas you want to work on. And big shout out to everybody who is watching or listening, I should say, on podcasts. And huge thank you to everyone who has left a kind review. It really does help to support my work and get my work out to as many families as possible. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, and also after this video, don't forget to check out my free discipline workshop, How to Get Your Child to Listen to You Without Yelling. There are so many practical tools to help you gain more cooperation and also connection with your little one. So go to the mompsychologist.com forward slash workshop to watch it for free. Um, that is it for this episode. I'll see you in the next one. Bye.